What's up, Technology family, and welcome back to another episode of the Technology News Talk. Today, we got some more update news and announcements for you guys. So, let's get on to it with today's episode show. So, Turning Red set a Disney Plus opening view record. Now, before we get into uh, to the article today, let me do a, a quick movie review on Turning Red. I saw the movie and it was absolutely awesome it was another home one for pixar my only thing is that it was so good that it should have had at least at least a 30-day run in the theatrical um in in the movies in the in the theaters now i understand we're still in the in the, in the pandemic situation it's still getting better or worse I don't know how you can say it because some some countries or some states are not doing too great, and um, I, I, I kind of uh, can't can, can understand that. But um, it should have had at least a 30-day theatrical window. You know, uh, let it sit out for 30 days, and after that 30 days, put it on Disney Plus because that's what it Canto did. It, it had to. Uh, it was released for 30 days, then it went on to Disney Plus, and it still had the same success. So. Now I understand uh, for the last Pixar movies like Awkward, Soul, and Luca went to uh or went to Disney Plus, and um, they uh, now by the time then it was in theaters, but not in the United States. It was in theaters for some countries that didn't have Disney Plus at the time, so it had a little success in, in the theaters or wherever country it was at. But it's but it still achieved a lot of records on Disney Plus. But now Turning Red has uh, upped the ante on that record. So, and um, the movie was uh the, the movie was really good. It had um it had that uh, not only a, a Pixar uh, uh, animation film vibe to it, but it also had that '90s cartoon mixed with a little anime um uh, flavor um uh, into it. And uh, speaking of the anime, it was so uh, good. It reminded me of Sailor Moon and Romano, well, uh, Romano and a Half. That's how good it uh, it was, as far as the the the, the anime ad, uh, uh, animation and uh, in this movie. Uh, the, it was uh, it was so good. It reminds me of that, and um, it had a lot of um, uh, culture into it. That um, that Asian culture uh, culture into it. And also, the setting was in Toronto, so I'm glad it had a lot of uh, a good um, reputation in the movie. So it was a really great to uh, to see there. Um, the story, the humor behind the movie, the performances, and the use of culture was really good. And um, so the story is about a 13-year-old girl, Chinese Canadian student, who transformed into a giant red panda. When she feels a little strong emotions, so behind the pan, uh, the pan, the giant red panda story, like um, I'm not gonna get too much into the spoilers. So um, her family has a history of that, so it's kind of like um, like a giant curse, if you want to uh, put it that way. Uh, so um, it was kind of like a curse. So uh, if you guys uh, watch the movie, you kind of get understand. Why, why I'm going with uh, with with that? So um, it was a uh, 
the movie had also had a lot of inspirations from the director's experience in um in Toronto. And speaking of that, as this is Pixar's 25th uh, feature film, but it was the first to have a solo women director to direct this movie and the second to feature an Asian lead character after up in in in, in In 2009, so there, there are a lot of uh, notes here uh, to, to to look at. So um, again, this was real. This is a really good um, uh, family uh, Pixar movie to watch. I get this one an A plus. Uh, uh, so I read you guys to go go check it out. Now, let's get into the article. So this is from uh, Screen Ramp Report. Nearly a week after the after the film first premiered, Disney has revealed. That Turning Red has broken the Disney Plus global viewership opening record. The streaming platform determines this record based on a total number of hours watched in the first three days. The reveal that Turning Red has broken Disney Plus global viewership opening record should come at exciting news for those who fell in love with Pixar's latest, but also may not come to many as surprise. While the Batman continues to dominate the box office in two, in two weeks after it's a really release in theaters, theaters have been divided for any family-friendly film movies since the new year kicked off, the closest being to Channing Tatum's dog. So, I like again, I kind of understand where they're going at with the family, uh, with the family films, um, going to just straight to streaming. Because they don't want their kids in the theater, and we still in this pandemic situation. Like again, I kind of understand where they're going here, but um, like I said before, it should have had at least thirty day, um, the theatrical run in, in the theater. But that is uh, my my opinion. But uh, again, I kind of understand from the other side. But um, uh, it's great to see Tony Redhead doing a lot of great numbers on Disney Plus. And speaking of the Batman. Matt Reeves' uh, Batman is close to crossing the half-billion-dollar mark. And this is from comicbook.com. The Batman is already on his way to catching up to Batman v Superman, Donald Justice, and Joker. But it has already surprised, surpassed Batman Begins and the Tim Burton and Joy Sermano films, adjusted that is. It seems entirely reasonable that the Batman will go on to outgross the lights of Man of Steel, Aquaman, and Suicide Squad as a demanded box office as well. The real challenge will be if it can catch to 2017's Wonder Woman that brought in a massive $412 million in the US alone. The two movies that the Batman will have trouble catching, however, are The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. We brought in to 538.7 million and four four hundred eight million at the domestic box office, respectively. So we still got a couple of days before it reaches um their um HBO Max release date. So um. We'll have to wait to see uh, how much uh, how much money uh, they're gonna make in the box office. I, I'm I'm pretty sure they're gonna make the billion. I'm pretty sure they're gonna they're gonna make it. But we'll see how they have it in the in the coming weeks. Daredevil is rebooting 
and it's coming to Disney Plus. As you guys already know, the uh, the Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, The Punisher, and Iron Fist is now on Disney Plus with pair uh, uh, control options in there. So, but um, after Daredevil made a cameo appearance in Spider-Man No Way Home, so it feels like we're getting a reboot. So this is the um, what Production Weekly has uh, has reported. A trustworthy entity publication dedicated to the film and series. They are about to begin uh, uh, to begin production. Marvel Studios has a list of for a project similar to, to describe as a Daredevil reboot. The entity is filled alongside a pair of projects already confirmed to be in development, including Deadpool 2, Madam Web, Craven the Hunter, and DC's ECU's movie Blue Beetle. There is no word yet on what fans can expect to see the Devils of Hell's Kitchen return to the MCU. So, I can't wait to see uh, what's going to happen. I'm definitely looking forward to it. And um, But my question is, if Daredevil game reboot, what about the other ones? Luke Cage, Jackie the Jones, Iron Fist, and The Punisher. I don't know. Was that the wait and see what's going to happen from there? Netflix is going to start charging extra fees for sharing your password. This is what Variety has has reported. We have always made it easy for people who live together to share their Netflix account with features like separate profiles and multiple streams in our standard and premium plus premium plans. Long wrote in a blog post about the tests. While these has been a hugely popular, they have also created some confusion about when and how Netflix can be shared. As a result, accounts being are being shared between households, impacting our ability to invest in great new TV and films for our members. With the added extra member feature, Members within the Netflix standard and premium plans will be able to add a summary accounts up to two people that don't live with each with their own profile, personality recommendations, login, and password for less than a cost with separate Netflix plan. Mm. I don't know what's going to happen between them, but uh, I think we need to start checking our see uh well, who actually needs it or or, or not i, I kind of understand uh some people have their budget on uh which streaming uh, uh platform that they're able to could go could afford but i think it's now time to, to recommend and see how this gonna work out especially for netflix and when it comes to like uh sharing profiles and password all that stuff Star Wars and Andor may be coming sooner, much sooner than expected. And this is what the direct has reported. Bill Swing Billups shared that, pure the sources, that Star Wars Andor may be set to premiere on Disney Plus in August 2022. There will be the next big project to the stream on Disney Plus following Marvel Studios' Miss Marvel will debut on June 8th. 
Of note of that, Anger Season 2 is also beginning production in the fall. If the series follows a similar production pattern to the projects in the Mandoverse, Lucasfilm may be setting Anger up for an annual August release for the next several years. Reporting indicate that the series will be a three series, three seasons, through the no use of the volume and the project, premium is this set and costumes can be solidified, cutting down the amount of pre-production and needed ending. Obi-Wan's Kenobi teaser trailer presented a nostalgia cinematic feel for the streaming series. And Anchor looks to be a following the trend by shooting on locations with real set. So this is gonna be interesting. So um I know I mentioned before that the Bad Batch uh, season two has been pushed back, and um, we're still likely to get Ma Mandalorian season three in the um, in the holidays uh, of 2022. So, but um, this is going to be very interesting um, for uh, Andor to follow the same path as uh, Mandalorian be released in, in every August. No, note of the fact it's only going to be through three three seasons. So. This is going to be very interesting, and um, I love Rogue One, the movie, and um, I can't wait to see how the how this um, uh, this series going to series going to go. A plate, Play-Doh. Yes, you remember that uh, that little gooey stuff that I used to play in elementary. Well, a Play-Doh movie is coming from Chris, uh, Crazy Witch Angel's director. So this is what Variety has reported. The latest toy-related movie news, Play-Doh, is being molded into an animated uh, feature film from E1 and he Hebrew. Hebrew has the perspective picture will be written by Oscar-nominee screenwriter Emily V. Gordon and John M. Hewing producing, with a potential with a potential to direct. The team is looking forward to bringing the audience a mobile platinum iconic cinema story about the importance of my imagination. Chu and Gordon stated, after the news project broke, Gordon tweeted a, a brief explanation writing, John and I had a series of conversations about creativity, imagination, and the purpose of art, and where there's so much fun and juicy that I knew it had to be do, do this. So, this is gonna be very interesting. So, I, I remember playing Play-Doh, in elementary and we used we used to make stuff and do a lot of crazy stuff with it so um huh this is gonna be take me back when watching when watching this project oh my god so i i can't wait to hear more details uh, about it but um i highly doubt that um well i don't want to go too far ahead i don't know what's going to be about and i don't know who's going to be voicing it about but we'll see how that goes Green Six gets greenlit for 2023 release. Wow, so early! And this is what Deadline has reported. Paramount has dated Spyglass Media Scream uh, sequel, which is Screen Six, for March 31st, 2023, and its untitled Bob Marley movie starring Kinsey Bedier as the reggae legend for January 12, 2024. The reboot of Scream 
which opened over MAK weekend has taken in $140 million at, uh, plus at the global box office. Paramount and Spyglass promotedly greenlit a sequel for the whole creative game, returning including directors Matt Benjamin Open and Tyler Grin, Jamie Van Bell, and Glass Butcher co-writing the, the screenplay in Project X Entertainment, Robin, Paul Nin and Williams uh, producing with Kevin with Kevin Williamson and Chad executive producing. King Richard's Hellman Rinder Marcus Green is directing the Bob Marley movie with Ziggy Marley, Rita Marley, and Zelda Marley producing on behalf of the, of the 12th Gone. Robert Tennessee is also producing and screenplay by Zine Berlin, Frank E. Flowers, and Turner and Winter. So, this is going to be um, a very interesting. Now, Screen 5 was open, uh, like, like they mentioned before, was open on MAK weekend. Now, the next one is going to be opening on on Spring Break, or Spring Break uh, week, um, or after Spring Break, wherever um, uh, Spring Break is going to be on uh, next year. So, this is going to be um, uh, very interesting. So, I don't know how the box office is going to be for, for next year's screen. If it's going to uh, top over for what they for what Screen Five did this year, I don't, I don't know how that how how is it going to be. So, um, and um, you ought to also look the fact to see um, what other movies, what other popular movies could be opening on Scream Sister or opening week. So that's the question. That's another question there. But um uh we'll have to wait and see uh how the how it's gonna be and we get uh, more more updates on not only the Scream Sits but the upcoming um uh, Bob Molly uh Bob Molly movie. Samuel L. Jackson is shooting secret uh, secret invasion the Marvels and Ant-Man 3 all at the same time. So, this kind of confirms uh, what his next um, uh, appearance as Nick Fury is going to be. So, I'm very excited for that. But, um, this is what co coming soon, uh, what, what uh, reporter has reported. Well, you know, it's kind of strange when someone tells you that they're going to give you a nine-picture deal, said Jackson. You know, you go, how long I am going to stay alive and make nine pictures? Because it used to take a while to make a movie. It still kind of does. But people make two or three of them at a time. In the Marvel Universe, it's crazy. Jackson went on to talk about the production schedule of many Marvel Studios upcoming films, including how he is recently in London and filming these three projects. Ant-Man 3, which is, which is called Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, The Marvels, and Disney Plus Secret, Secret Invasion, all at the same time. When I was in London just now, said Jackson, it was Ant-Man and the Wasp and Quantumania and the, and the Marvels was happening. And we are getting ready to do Secret Invasion. So it's like three Marvel movies on one lot. It's kind of uh, running around from place to place. 
So, for every uh, filmmaker out there and everyone who want to get to the movie industry, now you know how it is to, to try to shoot um, multiple movies at the same time, especially if it could concern um, a particular uh, for a franchise and uh, and everything. So, um, so you kind of uh, kind of know um, uh, what's going on uh, between them. But um, I'm loving it, uh, seeing uh, my man Samuel Jackson do his thing, and um, so we can now kind of know uh, what's his next. Um, uh, uh, Next appearance as Nick Fury is gonna be so um I can't wait for the uh, for these next uh, my Marvel projects. The boys is getting greenlit for season four, says Carl Urban, and this is what Comic Book Reader has reported. It seems that the boys are officially returning for a fourth season. While Prime Video hasn't given any word about what fans can expect at the upcoming season three, actor Carl Urban has confirmed that he is not done filming on the series yet. I am shooting the boys through the end of the year. The actor told Variety SXSW Studios this past weekend, before now, the fans of the series only had reports claiming that the boys were renewing by Prime Video months ahead of season three's release. So, uh, I'm loving uh, uh, the the boys on on on, on Prime Video, so that let's continue on to make more. So, so I'm upset about that. So HBO Max and Disney and Discovery Plus will be emerging into one streaming service. So we already kind of knew that. I kind of explained that to y'all in uh, in a in previous episode. But we got more more news uh, covering that. So, Discovery, which is about to become Warner Brothers Discovery within the next month, when its merger with AT&T's Warner Media closes, has confirmed its plans to combine its current streaming services, Discovery Plus, and Warner Media's HBO Max into one service, rather than offer two platforms as a bundle. Discovery CFO. Gunnar Fields, who also served as the CFO of the new combined Warner Brothers Discovery, said Monday during the Duke Bain's 30th Annual Media, Internet, and Telecom Conference that Discovery is making preparations to combine the two streamers, making the first time that the company is actually revealing its post-merger strategy for Discovery Plus and HBO Max the speculating that could remain solo platforms with Bundy options, but before they are combined. Winterfield said they are first step into it in agreeing there will, will be some form of abundance while the new company figures out the best way to merge the two platforms. So, I would say do the Bundy first. So that way we can have uh, uh, HBO Max and, and Discovery Plus in one thing, and then try to figure out how you're gonna uh, emerge the thing. Cause, um, cause one thing you gotta figure out the uh, the content that we uh, that we're gonna have. Uh, and trust me, it's gonna be a lot of content when with the two go, uh, streaming services uh, combined together. And also the pricing. That's what we gotta figure out here. Those are two things: the content. And the pricing. So that's what we gotta look out for.
Darth Maul was cut from the Obi-Wan series in the rewrites. This is what Screen Ready has reported. According to a new report from THR, Darth Maul will not be appearing in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Even though we heard the uh, the Phantom Man, uh, um, uh, music sound in the teaser trailer. The news came from the additional insight from the show's development as it is revealed that there was previously plans to include him, Ray Park, who played Maul in Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace, and sold a Star Wars story, reportedly was prepping for return. However, creative changes to the series meant cutting Dark Maul's role. Lucasfilm representative denied any plans to include Maul in any version of Obi-Wan Kenobi, but THR sources state otherwise. In any case, Dark Maul will not be expected to appear in the upcoming Star Wars show. Well, that's kind of a bummer. I wish he could have been on there, but he's not. But um, we did see the trailer, a teaser trailer. It looks really good, and um, we just hope uh, 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 we all know we all know it's going to turn really good. But uh, we just have to wait and see how the uh, everyone else going to like going to like the show. Ryan Reynolds has announced Deadpool uh, 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 announced a director for Deadpool three. So this is what Hollywood uh, uh, reporter has reported. Sean Lennon has been tapped in, or maybe it should be targeted to direct the Deadpool three. The director is in negotiations to team up with star Ryan Reynolds for the Marvel property. After his previous collaboration with 20th Century's pandemic era hit Free Guy and just released sci-fi uh, adventure movie the Adam Project on Netflix. Freaky Reynolds collaborators Rent Reese and Paul Richter, who penned the scripts for the first two films, are now working on Deadpool 3. So, this is going to be a great team up, and I want to hear more and more, more on Deadpool 3 and when it's going to be happening. Hopefully, in phase 5. Jack Black is returning for Kung Fu Panda. A series on Netflix and this is what anime world has reported in the new series when a mystery pair of weasels are set their sights on a collection on the four powerful weapons Poe must leave his home to embark on a global tricor quest for redemption and justice that defines him partnering up with a no sunsets English knight Warbarian blade together these two mismatched warriors set out to an epic adventure to find a magical uh, weapons first to say and save the world from destruction and that may even learn a thing or two from each other along the way so this sounds very interesting but i want to hear um more on that and when will be the release year for that amazon completed its acquisition for mgm studios and this is what Variety has reported. Amazon has closed its $8.5 billion acquisition of MGM's first announced last May. The company said Thursday, Pure uh, Amazon, the story near century-old studios with more than 4,000 film titles and 17 
thousand TV episodes, eight one hundred eighty Academy Awards, and a hundred and Emmy Awards will complete Prime Video and Amazon Studios work in developing a diverse offering of entertainment choices to consumers. MGM's film catalog includes Twelve Angry Men, Basic Instinct, Creed, and Rocky. Legally Blonde, Moonstrike, Portraitist, Ragging Bull, Robocop, Silence on the Lamb, Stargate, Thelma and Louise, Tomb Raider, The Magnificent Seven, The Pink Panther, Thomason Crown Affair, and of course the James Bond series. On the TV front, the studio has produced Fargo. Handmaid's Tale and Vikings. So, with all that, now we know that all of MGM's properties is now going to be on, on 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 with Amazon and Prime Video. So, so with all the everything I just mentioned, if you like the one, if you like those movies, now it's going to be on Prime Video so the, 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 to watch instead of have try to find uh, other streaming flat platforms to watch. Now they all going to be. In one place so that that is great news to hear and lastly Benedict Cumberbatch clarifies if Doctor Strange is the new leader uh, of the Avengers come on we all know that um, that the Falcon aka who is now Captain America is going to be the new uh, uh, leader of the Avengers, and also and also Captain Marvel, if you want to uh, include her as well. But this is what Benedict Cumberbatch had to say about that. People say that you are in the Avengers, but you are not an Avenger, right? He said, "No, I'm not. I am not at the Stark Towers with Nick Fury. No, he is sort of an outside of that realm, but." I do not think it's necessarily a character trait. I think it's a, just a job title. He is there to protect of the reality of the Avengers in, in a different way to what has been a fighting of until the point that everything collides in the last two Avengers movies. So he has hold his position as an adult on the property of that. But I think only for so long. There is also a moment where he has to work with people and team up. You know, we might see that in the next film. You have to wait and see. So that very clears up the uh, a question on that. So he is not an Avenger. He's more of a, a protector for, for for from the universe. If it, yeah, that's the way that's the way I see it. So. With him being in the Spider-Man No Way Home and also um, so Scarlet Witch Wanda joining him, uh, joining him for the Multiverse of Madness. So, uh, yeah, he's more like a, uh, like I say, he's more like a protector from the universe's uh, uh, going into shambles. So, yeah, that, that's the answer to your question there. But, um, that's all for our episode today. So, um... If you're listening and watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment down below your, your thoughts and opinions, and hit the notification bell when new episodes are uploaded. And of course, if you're listening on Anchor, 
Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Don't forget to go into the YouTube link in the description below and also comment your, your thoughts and opinions as well. And also, as Spotify listeners, you can also post your comments and thoughts and opinions on the Q&A question uh, mark below as well. But um, other than that, this is Trico, and I'm signing off. Peace.